What's up, babes? It's a glorious morning, a day that we will never see again in this lifetime. So let's take the time to enjoy life while we can. I'm your girl, Nick Austin, and this is Koro is a Crush. Welcome to another episode of Koro is a Crush. I'm Neek Austin, the CEO and founder of Koro, a home-based beauty, wellness, and design shop providing premium high-quality press-on nails, beauty accessories, and home decor that we know you'll fall in love with, all while providing a community for self-care lovers, beauty mavens, and small business owners to live life on their terms through fashion, beauty, and faith. Good morning, good morning, good morning to everybody. We are at the end of August. Today is the last day of August, and I am so excited because we are literally wrapping up summer. Now, this week, my children actually started school on Monday, so I'm a little disturbed because I'm used to my kids starting Labor Day. But the parents in my area decided that they wanted their kids to go back a week a week ahead, and I'm like, seriously? We could have kept it one more year, just one more year of just having our children going back Labor Day. But you know what? That's okay. That's okay. It's all good. Because when it comes down to it, when school starts, we as moms, we turn around and we become this, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do this. And as a small business owner, we turn around and add on more hats. So what does that make us become? That make us become Wonder Women. So for today's episode, it's called Wonder Women. And I want to know, and I have one question for y'all. I'm sure, but I need to know. Have you seen the movie Wonder Woman? I'm not talking about the TV show. I'm talking about the actual movie with Gal Gadot as um, Wonder Woman. And if you haven't, you really need to watch it because it was a, it was a really great movie, especially the first one. The second one, my opinion, it was all right. But the first one was an excellent movie. Now, with that being said, becoming a Wonder Woman is also an excellent way to think about your business. Now, my confession, which I already made, but I'm going to do it again, is that I have a Wonder Woman mentality kind of life. Okay? That's my mindset. It's not easy, but it is possible. Because while Wonder Woman, she wasn't a small business owner, but she was an entrepreneur. She had her own company, she worked hard at it, and she made it work for her, all without the benefit of having any employees at first. Though down the line, she eventually hired some, okay? But her company is run, is ran by one person, and that is herself. In this time and day, you got to be everything as a small business owner and a solopreneur. You are the accountant, the marketer, the designer, the salesperson, and all of those things at once. But you also dealing with a ton of other stuff that keeps coming up, trying to balance your family life and your work life for those who still have a full-time job, or maybe even trying to juggle both at once while you're still trying to get your business off the ground. And as a small business owner, I've learned that you need to be that type of person if you want to succeed. Running your own business is tough. 
this this is not for the weak hearted I'm telling you it is not for the weak hearted it's not for the weak minded and if you have if you're the type of person that wear your um that wear your feelings on your sleeve you might as well forget it because this ain't this ain't for you there are so many things that are going to be outside of your control and they can all seem like they're conspiring against you all at once but if you want to succeed as a small business owner you got to be able to take everything in stride even when things go wrong you have to keep moving forward and that's what we're going to be talking about today how you can have a wonder woman mentality as a business owner the kind of mentality that will help you get through the tough times and make sure your business runs smoothly on its own steam today's guest her name is Charlene Nelson She's here to tell us all about how she's expanding her empire in a way that stays true to her, the work she does, how she started her business, and what it was like when she first got started. We cannot wait to hear from her. So without further ado, here is our guest host, Ms. Charlene Nelson from Variety by Dynamic Purpose Creations. How are you doing, my love? I'm doing well. How are you, Nick? I am blessed and highly favored in the Lord. I, I truly, truly am. So, one thing that you did tell me is that you are from the proud, proud country of Jamaica. How, yes. how is it? How, I mean, just, I've never been to Jamaica before. One of those countries that is on my bucket list to, um, to actually travel to. But mm -hmm. what is it like actually being from Jamaica? Ah. Uh it's great i mean the people who are from jamaica can tell you that wherever we go wherever it is that we represent ourselves there is a lot of you know pride involved in it um you know we talk about our rich history everything that you know the tourists come here for the attractions and 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 everything about jamaica it's just this warm place the people are warm and it's it's a place where you can just come and relax and enjoy yourself cool beans cool beans i i'm trying to i know that um my friends and I, we were going to attend, we was going to come to Jamaica this year, actually on a cruise, <clears throat> excuse me, but um, I think we're going to the Bermuda Triangle, I think we're going to Bermuda next year, and I think the year after that, if not two years later, we are coming down to Jamaica, but I think we're going to fly in. I don't think <laughs> That is one of my biggest fears. I don't do planes, Lord. I don't do them. But, you know, with God's help, if he says that I'm getting on this plane and he is going to guide me and my husband there safely and back, then I will probably have to come and find you down there. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I would like for you to tell my um, my people that are listening to my podcast right now. And again, thank you for the continued support of listening to my podcast. Make sure that you are sharing this amongst um, your families and friends and make sure that you are always catching me on Wednesdays at 12 noon right here on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to your podcast. I want you to be able to tell my guest host who you are the name of your business, what it is that you do, and we're going to start off with our questions, and tell me what is one fun fact about you that nobody else knows about you. All right. Um, let's see. Hmm. One fun fact. 
about me that nobody else knows. That you don't mind sharing. <laughs> we put that um, uh, I don't know if this is a fun fact, but um, what I'm doing now in terms of my business was something that I never liked as a child. Yeah. And what is that? <laughs> art. I didn't like anything that had to do with art. Um, in high school, I hated it. I was, math and art were two of my worst subjects in high school. And I was actually saying it to somebody the other day that I don't know how I got here. I don't know how I got here because this was never something that I liked. Right. But it, it, it really just um, astonishes me as to how God is. He'll use something that you do not like to make you great at it. Right. So, yeah. Amen. Amen. So, <laughs> I, can, I can relate just a little bit. Um, when I was a little girl, I wanted to become an artist. But I did not have the patience to learn how to draw. Mm-hmm. At all, so I used to sketch. <laughs> I used to sketch out stuff, and then when my yeah. son was born, he um and started talking and everything. He wanted to learn how to do art, so I wasn't the best artist in the world to learn how to draw stuff. But I could draw little like stick figures. I could sketch stuff. I could do stuff. I could trace. I could do all those things. But until I met my husband. Now he is the artist. He went to school for it and everything. He's a natural born artist. My son, he started looking up to him and started, you know, crafting his art. And then my daughter, she's also an artist. And then I said, oh, you know what? Let me just throw myself in there. And I didn't realize I was an artist until I started doing nails when I was a young girl. And all of these different nail ideas came into my head. And I was never thought about making it a business until the pandemic. And yes. so that started off Koro doing press on nails, actually designing them. And so, like I tell people, what separates me from other people is that when I do my nails, I literally like if an idea come into my head or if I see an idea, then I take it and I redo it so it can be my own. If an idea comes into my head, I sketch it out first and then I put it on the nail set. So it's amazing how God, I'm telling you, God is a... He is a, a mystery, but it's a mystery worth getting to know. Yes. So um, tell everybody your name and the name of your business and what it is that you do in your business. All right. So my name is Charlene Nelson. Um, my business is Variety by DPC, and the DPC stands for Dynamic Purpose Creation. Um, currently, I make. Um, scented candles, um, personalized tumblers, um, and I do, um, sorry, resin keychains as well. Um, and it's, it's something that I am very passionate about. It's something that I love to do. Um, especially when I do a tumbler, sometimes it's hard letting it go because, you know, when you look at what you've been able to accomplish, you are just in awe of, of everything that you've been doing. 
and um, I really love it. I, I really enjoy doing art um, or crafting. Um, yeah, so that, that's basically what, what my business is about. Um, I didn't start that way. I actually started out when, when I got the name for my business. I started out doing um, personal development workshops and um, uh, editing resumes because that's also something that I do on the side as well. Um, I a few months ago, I think it was in, in January, yes, it was in January, um, I was saying to a friend of mine that I have been, you know, I have this burden for, or, for young people of today. Um, my nine to five job helps me to be in contact with a lot of young people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes their their reactions to certain things and the way they handle certain things, it concerns me. Right. And so I started out wanting to do a personal development workshop for young people to help them to find their way, um, you know, giving them ideas on how to find their purpose and, you know, to find meaning in life. And so I started out with a four-week uh, personal development workshop. I advertised it, it was for free. And, you know, quite a bit of persons jumped on board and, you know, we went through four, four whole weeks. Okay. And so after that um, workshop, I decided that I would advertise my services to, you know, offer um, doing workshops in, in schools. And, you know, at the same time, I have, you know, recruiting experience. So I also offered writing speeches and um, editing resumes as well. So that's really how I started out. And then in the middle of that, I don't know, I, I when I look back, I can't say definitively that the art aspect of it came this time or that time. I just know that I saw um, somebody doing a Tumblr on Instagram Okay. And I was like, wow, that looks really good. And I actually went on YouTube and watched a few videos and, and I just started. I just started doing it myself. So that's that's really how um, that part of my business came about. Wow, that is awesome. I know that for my business, um, I never said it, but the, my first business that I started off with, I was a virtual assistant. Mm-hmm. where I go in and I help out um, small business owners with their websites, their branding, logos, um, writing newsletters, cleaning up their emails, you know, stuff, secretarial stuff. Because yes. I came out the workforce, I came out twenty with 20 years, over 20 years of experience as uh, in um, human resources, as an office manager, secretary, mm-hmm. administrative assistant, stuff like that. So I started that when I was 14, between 14 and 18. And then um, before I married my husband, I walked off my job because I could not continue to tolerate, um, shoot, supervisors, um, not telling me what to do, but every time I give a suggestion, they'll like it, love the suggestions, but take it as their own. Right. And mm-hmm. not give me credit. I don't yeah. like that. For yeah. no, uh-uh, not at all, for nobody. So um, I said I had enough and I can do all of this on my own. And I have been 
working, I wouldn't say working from home, but I have had my own home-based business since 2017. Yeah. Even though this is my third business and this is my first successful one. Right. But I've been doing this since 2017 and I can honestly say, ah, you can't pay me to go back to work for anybody else. <laughs> because I mean, the, the only challenge is that you're not bringing in a steady paycheck. Mm-hmm. And you're doing everything yourself. Right, right. But as far as the freedom, I have that. Yes. My son being autistic and having asthma, I can mm-hmm. do what I need to do for him. I can go see my daughter play field hockey. I can go and watch my husband do things with the school because he's mm-hmm. a school teacher. I can do those things. Yes. When I was working in the field, I had to take time off. If my son gets sick, I got to take, you know, sick time. And then I would run out of that. So I had to take a, pay, a you know, a cut in my paycheck. I ain't got to deal with none of those things no more. And I thank God every day I ain't got to. So when the <laughs> pandemic came and all this other stuff we got going on, my husband and I was sitting here like, oh, well, you really ain't got nowhere to go. I said, no. But you're in my space. <laughs> my home is my office. Yeah. So the hardest part for us was it wasn't the fact that our kids were home. They actually love being here yeah. and working, you know, being um, in school, but doing work here at the house. Mm-hmm. They didn't mind that because they didn't want to be in the building, even though they did develop social anxiety from it. Well, my daughter did. My son, it just made him want to be more so at home because with him being autistic, home is the is the yes, first place yes. he'd rather be at. Versus my daughter, she wanted to be out and she couldn't. So it frightened her, made his life a lot better. And with my husband and I, um, it for us, it just made it, it at first, the, the first three months of the pandemic, it was very challenging. But after a while, it became more so of, I know he has to go to class at nine o'clock, so he goes in another part of the house and work, and then I'm still in my area where I am. And so we learn how to make it work. So when other people were complaining about, I need to see people and I wanna travel, we was like, "Uh uh-uh, we good right here. We ain't got no problems. We learned how to work around it. We had stations set up and it just made life a lot easier. Yes. And even though we are now two years in, a lot of people want to say we in a post pandemic. No, we're not. Because now we in a recession because of the pandemic. And now we got another virus that is on the rise. So no, we're not out of it. And I don't think we're coming out of it for like the next 10 years. That's just my opinion. Yes. Not out of it. So you got to learn how to just adjust with the new normal. So with all of us now being business owners and we're doing this thing from home, it's like you just made a shift. No, you're not working a nine to five where you actually could go see people. You're sitting in an office and you can actually count on the paycheck. This is more so teaching you, are you really disciplined? Yes to do what is necessary to take care of your home, to take care of your family. And a lot of us, especially women, we have learned how to take on that Wonder Woman mindset. Yes. But now, now I didn't say Superwoman. Cause Superwoman come with a lot more stuff. Exactly. Wonder, <laughs> just a Wonder <laughs> Woman mindset 
of saying I can do this, this, and this, and I can switch hats, and I can do this, this, and this. And yeah, Wonder Woman, she cried a couple of times. She did, even in the second movie, she cried a couple of times. But at the end of the day, we know that we are human beings, and we just do what we have to do for our family, but we don't neglect ourselves. We also are learning about self-care, so we are in this self-care revolution as well. And we are learning how to take care of ourselves because like I preach to my people, if you take care of yourself first, you can take care of everything else. Yes. So that's what I've learned. So they that all the way back to being in 2017 versus where we at now, I still wouldn't change where I'm at. So my question, uh, um, actually you answered how many of you answered a few of my questions. <laughs> Already by talking, which is cool, which is cool because you didn't jump the gun. You didn't jump the gun at all. So my um, question that I have for you is this: What are some of the challenges that you are facing as a new? woman entrepreneur because if I'm correct you just started your business February 2022 yes yes you are coming up on six months yes next month which I congratulate you thank you (laughs) so as a new uh as a newbie in the Mm -hmm. in the self-entrepreneur world what are some of the challenges that you are facing right now that we probably have already experienced that we can help you how to overcome as you continue your yes. progress? Um, I, I think my biggest challenge is um, getting the word out. Okay. Um, marketing is something that has to be you know, intentional. You have to be intentional about marketing and you have to use strategies that will not make people feel like you're bombarding them but at the same time you know make them want to want what it is that you're offering right so um i think for me that's that's really my biggest challenge because um over the years not just in business but as a person I have developed this mindset, whatever the obstacles are, if it's something that I think I cannot overcome immediately, um, I cry a lot. So I'll, I'll, I'll take some time and you know I'll, I'll cry and I'll just get the emotions out. Right. And I'll go back and I'll, I'll hit it again and see how best I can you know, sort it out. Um, in the beginning, I, but well, before I started, a friend of mine told me she, she has been in business longer than I have. And she said to me, and Nick, you and I have, have talked about this earlier. She said to me, don't be alarmed because the persons who will support you are not the people you know. That's right. And I didn't, I didn't really understand that because I was like, you know, why wouldn't the people I know support me? I mean, I've known them all my life. Right. And when I started the business, I realized it was true. Because when you post something on social media, the people that you know don't really share it. They don't like it. They look at it, but they don't. They won't do anything with it. Really. Right. But those people you don't know, the people that you've never met. I have people on Instagram that 
I have never met. We're not even in the same time zone. We're not in the same country. But every time I post something, they'll pick it up, they'll repost it, they'll tell people about it because they are concerned about you. And just as how they are succeeding, they want you to succeed as well. That's right. Um, and so in the beginning, that too was one of one of the things that I had to overcome, understanding that you know when you are trying to succeed. The, the the support that you need will not necessarily come from your your friend zone or the people that you are familiar with mm-hmm. and so i've had to learn that lesson and i've also had to understand that when god has given you something um it doesn't matter whether or not you know people support you if god has given you something to do go ahead and do it um don't worry about the sales just put in the work do the things that you must and the success that you are looking for you know you know will come so that has been something that i have had to learn i mean i've got frustrated many times i've questioned myself did god really give this to me or you know am i just doing this on my own you know did i really hear god say do this and i think that it, when you start the business if you are not strong enough those questions will will pull you into a space of frustration and you know will cause you to to not succeed or not accomplish the things that you need to so um those were you know some of the biggest challenges that that i've experienced and um i know you talk a lot about having community of people that you you can help to support you along the way fortunately for me I've, i've had that um, and as I said before, more than half of those people who are in the community, I, I've never met them personally. Me but, you know, they have been supporting me throughout. And, and um, you know, that's something that I'm really grateful for. But marketing is something that is really important. And it's really something that I have been learning. I know there's a lot more for me to learn about marketing. Um, and I'm trying to get as much information, as much you know, expertise, as much testimonials in terms of how other people do it, to see you know how I can get it done myself as well. Right, I understand wholeheartedly. Marketing, marketing is not easy. If I had to pick one aspect of the business that I, I wouldn't say absolutely hate, but is a challenge it would be marketing yeah just to keep in your mind mm-hmm. not to post what it is that you do every single day yes i'm talking about like products and your services mm-hmm. always trying to remember that we are here to solve a problem for our customer mm-hmm. it's been a challenge but i remember seeing on pinterest Somebody posted and said, the people have it all wrong. The marketing gurus, they have it all wrong. You do not market to people about what problem they can solve. You market to people about what it is they want. Because at the end of the day, 
people buy what they want. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that, I said, dang it, I thought I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was right. I mean, yeah, we are here to solve a problem for our customers, but also customers are going to buy what they want. Yeah. What problem is Louis Vuitton solving when those women are spending their rent checks buying their purses? Nothing. <laughs> Why? Because they want it. Yes. So and I'm thinking that, so what I do is I keep in my head, I'm going to continue to keep pushing my products because eventually yes. somebody going to want it. At yes. first I started off with solving a problem. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, the problem is all about, in my, my target audience is women who want to learn how to put themselves first through self-care that is my target audience my i got my numbers my numbers is women ages 18 to 54 i got where they live they live on the east coast down in the south i got that i got you know what what's the ideal um my ideal uh, customer, I got that, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, it's like, yo, this is a piece of work as a product. You know, as serving a, pro- um, you know, being a product-based company. But I'm not just product-based. I'm also service-based, too, just like you. Not only do we create products, we also provide services. So I also have to keep in the service side. Who is it that I'm marketing? Blah blah blah, all this stuff, and it's like it's just a pain in the butt, especially yeah. when you're doing it by yourself and you're not yeah. in a position to hire mm-hmm. anybody to help you. So I utilize my family, <laughs> my family, my husband, my son, and my daughter. They all work in my business. Yes, they each have a part that they are dedicated to that they are really good at. So I make it my business to make sure that, no, you may not want to take over mommy's company, but however karma, I need your help because I can't do this on my own. So I help me in my business. I help my husband because he has his own business. Um, Actually, I started under him before I went out on my own and with my business. So all of us, we all work together. Now, when it comes to family and friends, no. Now, I will say this. Mm-hmm. I think I'm one of the very fortunate ones that do have family members that will support me. No matter what it is that I do, no matter how many times I may mess up on it, it doesn't matter what it is. If I'm selling something that they like, they're going to buy it. Yes. I will say that. I'm one of the very few fortunate, and I mean yes. few fortunate, <laughs> that got friends and family that will support my business, that will buy from me, that know I sell this. And the coolest part is that a couple of my, I'm the first entrepreneur in my family. On my mom and my dad's side, I am the first entrepreneur. Yes. So, with that being said, I actually sparked my other cousin who lives in Georgia to start his own business, and him and his best friend have a business. That's so, awesome. with us, we both know who our target audience is. Thank you. And so what he'll do is he'll be like, hey, yo, I got a customer for you. So he'll send them my way. Yes. And then I got another um, I got another um, cousin who has a travel agency. So with hers, 
she um actually she started her business before me but as far as from my mom and my dad like inside of the family not those who married in two i'm the first but she was our first um entrepreneur she has a travel agency and so whenever she is marketing or she needs people that um if she's traveling somewhere i try to send people to her or if i'm going on a trip with my friends um they'll be like well we want to go through so and so and i'll be like well you go through them i'm going through my cousin because she about to get this business from me and my husband (laughs) that's what i do i send myself and refer people to her so all of us we are always working in within each other it's not many family members that do that so i'm very honored now as far as friendships you can forget it because i do have (laughs) friends that do not buy from me they rather buy from other people um my tribe i can honestly say instagram built my business yes with the help of god and instagram people yes they helped build my business Mm -hmm. my first year of business i was talking about these nail sets nobody wanted to buy them but people were watching yes so when other people was talking about yo do you know anybody that do nail sets they will always tag me in those comments and send those people to me so yes instagram helped build my business to where it is at today and i am very grateful for the community of people that i am amongst that i associate myself with because i am always being introduced to new communities so when i'm introduced to new communities i be like yo come on we gonna we gonna go with them and yes. I introduce people to their communities. That's why I started this podcast and created this series, Expand Your Empire, to help those people that helped me along the way and to help pave the way for new entrepreneurs such as yourself to help them get themselves out there. And my mentor and I, she started all of this. I just follow her footsteps. <laughs> and so I tell people, yeah, I got my podcast. She has her magazine. I'm coming out with my magazine January of next year, so I'm actually getting prepared to put the people that were in on my plan on my um, podcast. I'm getting ready to take y'all to another level because we can ready to go in the magazine, the magazine era as well. Yeah. And so we're going digital too, because nobody buys magazines in the stores anymore. Everything is digital now. Yeah. So uh, my thing was, and I told my mentor, if we create these different things where it is now digital because a lot of the people that we are associated with no they don't live in our time zones no they don't live in our state they don't even live in our city they are across the world across the united states in the island such as yourself in different time zones so i'm like we got to figure out a way how to reach these people and with seven billion people on the planet still living still breathing may have more issues than a little bit than what they started off with pre-covid but they are still here we still got some work to do. We got more people to reach out. Yeah, everybody does almost similar things, but we all carry something that sets us apart from the other business owners that are doing the same thing in our fields. Yes. So that's where I am at. And um, that's where I'm trying to get to. So when I tell people all the time, um, when people ask me, what is your end goal? My end goal? is to have my name co-wrote on the stock market exchange. Yes. I want my name on that billboard like everybody else. 
I want to be up there with Google. I want to be up there with Tesla. I want to be up there with everybody else. When you see them names populate, you're going to see Cobra right behind it. And I want everybody that is with me, all of our names going to be up there. Because I'm not trying to get it by myself. Yeah. I'm taking people with me. See, when Jesus went out and talked to his people um, and was out there ministering to people, he didn't just minister by himself. He had disciples um, yeah. along with him spreading the gospel according to Jesus Christ everywhere. That's what I'm trying to do. Yes. And if he can do it, because he already gave us the blueprint. All we got to do is follow the blueprint. That blueprint does not just apply in the ministerial atmosphere. It also applies in business. It applies with finances. It applies everywhere that we are located. So that's what I'm trying to do. What you trying to do? I'm trying to do the same thing. <laughs> I'm trying to do the same thing. I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to make it to the top, and I'm also trying to bring everybody that I can with me. As long as you are like-minded, because it's 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 important to ensure that you have, you know, like-minded people around you. Right. You know, people who you know want the same things that you want, and I'm trying to pull as many people as I can. I know there are a lot of persons out there similar to me who weren't even thinking about business, have no inclination whatsoever to start a business. And I think that there are some persons who have these great ideas, but they're scared, they're afraid, they don't know how to get it started, they don't know, you know, to get in touch with the right people or the right medium to get it out there. And I think that if, if one of the things that I think we are as a people is that sometimes we can be selfish. You know, we we start a particular way and we hold the information close to us. We don't want to share it with anybody else. And I think that's just so wrong because if we're all in the same community and we, you know, have the desire to make it, then if something works for me, I should be able to freely share that information with you. I should be able to freely share that information with somebody else who needs that information in order to progress or in order to succeed. And I think that if as a people we are like that, then there is no limit on how we can grow and where we can get to. But we first have to, you know, have that mentality, have that desire, that mindset. And it's funny you talk about, you know, when Jesus was on earth, um, there are a lot of us that profess to, to follow him, but we don't walk the walk. We just talk the talk. Right. And it's important to not just talk the talk, but it's also important to walk the walk. Um, there are a lot of things that we think is just related to the ministry, and it's only um, something that can work in ministry. But I do believe, just like you, that the principles of Jesus is not just for ministry, it's for life. Right. So whatever it is that you are going to do in life, you can apply, you know, the, the same principles going forward. And I, I just want to get to a place where I can shout it from the rooftop to say, listen, this is how I got it done. Right. Follow me. Let's go. Yeah. Right. 
just read the, if you read the word if you are a believer of the word you'll realize how many times um so many of the greats have failed look at how many times um david has failed god but they but um god has turned around and forgave him and david ended up being one of god's favorites so was moses yeah. So with that being said, even if it is in business, whether it's personal or professional, it mm -hmm. is okay to fail. We teach our kids, especially those toddlers, that it is okay to fail. Look at how many times a toddler falls down while they are trying to learn how to walk. And what does that toddler do? That toddler get back up and try it again. That's all we have to do as adults. That's all we have to do as adults. So that's one of my pieces of advice I would like to give to newbies that are trying to start their own business. So what is one, what is a piece of advice you would like to give? Being that you are already six months out, that means you got six months of knowledge on a person that has not started their business yet. Yes. So what would be one of the pieces of advice um, you have learned? One of my advice would be don't be afraid to start. Don't be afraid to start. Um, where I'm at now, almost at six months, when I look back, um, there has been days when I said to myself, why didn't you start this a long time ago? <laughs> like, what were you waiting on? You should have done this a long time ago. So, you know, don't be afraid to start. I think society has um taught us that we have to have it all together in order to start right but we don't necessarily have to you know have it all together if you have an idea you know put put the idea out there and as you go you know you learn as you grow and that's that's the most important thing i think once you've started then that zeal um to continue you know will come but if you don't start, you don't know whether or not it's going to work. You know, finding out whether or not it's going to work is dependent on you starting. So that that would be my advice. Put yourself out there. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. I think that um, with how social media is set up, sometimes some people are afraid because they don't want to put it out there and then people don't like it or you know people don't accept it but I've got to a place where I put my work out there I put myself out there whether or not people like it I know if it's even one person that's gonna like it somebody's gonna like it it only takes so one it only takes one so I've, I've over time I've gotten to that place of confidence where I'm no longer afraid to just Put it all out there so that would be you know my advice to, to persons who want to start all right all right i hope y'all are writing down and taking note of all of these different gems that we are dropping on y'all for this morning i hope that that's what you're doing because everything that we are saying as being um respect uh respect uh what's the word respective business women in our own fields this is the different things that you're going to go through and we're not talking about just in our industry this is across mm -hmm. the board what it is that we deal with on an everyday basis so i hope y'all are dropping i hope y'all are writing down taking notes recording it doing whatever it is you need to do rewind press the play button i don't care what you're doing 
but I hope that y'all are taking heed to what it is that we are saying. And um, another question that I have for you is this. Do you have any advice for women in business in general? Um, yes. One, one main or specific advice I would give in general is, uh, I think over time we've been taught that if we're going to do, um, if we start out in one area of business, we need to stay there. Right. There is no rule that says you have to stay in one place. You can start here, branch off into something else. Um, as long as it's something that you believe you can you know, be good at or it's something you feel that you can succeed in, branch off. I mean, look at Amazon. Amazon sells virtually everything, everything. you can think of. So um, don't just confine yourself to, to one thing. Um, I spoke earlier about where I started, what I branched off into. Um, I currently have a, a, a website on Teespring where I've designed my own shirts and mugs and all sorts of things that I'm also doing. I, I published two journals on Amazon recently, so I am also doing that. And it's, it's important to have multiple streams of income you know do things that's gonna make you money while you're sleeping you don't have to be working but you know the money is being made and you know that's 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 one important gem or one important advice that i would give to our business owners all right all right and i i totally agree with that and what i was going to chime in on that part with amazon if y'all don't know for my young people, Amazon started as a book club. Yes. Amazon started as a book club. Amazon sold books mm -hmm. before they started becoming this mega online e-commerce that it is today. Amazon started as selling books. They used to sell books and textbooks to college students and professionals. And yes, I'm showing my age. No, I don't care. So <laughs> I don't care. And anybody can ask you. No, she don't. I don't care. So yes, Amazon started off selling books to college students and professionals. And now they are a mega of, um, not even mega. They are the mecca of e-commerce and clothing yes. and i mean they do everything so yes i totally agree when i started my business my first business was selling was actually being a virtual assistant i put that down and then i started selling t-shirts i put that down and now i do personal nails i do it all i'm in beauty because i love looking good i'm in fashion that's why i create t-shirts because i love different things being said that other people can't say but so i'm saying it for you and when it comes to my faith i'm always ministering and speaking to people so yes i am a true speaker i go out and speak i wrote a book i i yes i do it all so no don't let nobody tell you that you can't do these things but i'm gonna add on to it before you take on anything make sure that you are well versed in the thing that you started off first yeah. Once you master that, then incorporate. 
the other stuff to come with it and watch how your business grows and you will be amongst the millionaires that are doing multiple streams of income because I'm trying to get there yes <laughs> trying to that's get the aim of the game huh that's the aim of the game that is that is it no matter where you start at because I said the same thing too I wish I'd have started doing personal nails at the beginning of the pandemic and then I said, well, shoot, I actually, I wish I started personal nails when I got my license to become a nail technician back in 2014. But I said, you know what? Everything works on God's timing. And that's where we have to leave it at. Yeah. All right. So we are at the end of the questionnaire. We are at the end of the podcast. And I want to know how can people reach you if they wanted to order from you and follow you? Uh, I'm on Instagram at variety um, at variety by DPC. Sorry, I am also on TikTok, same handle at variety by DPC. Um, my phone number is eight seven six eight four four eighteen eighty four. I'm on WhatsApp as well, so you can message me on WhatsApp. You can message me in my DMs on Instagram and on TikTok. And um, yeah, those are those are um, my social media handles and phone number that you can reach me at. All right. Well, I want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule just to sit down and talk with me and expand your empire. Thank you so much for being here with me on today. And thank you for the opportunity. I really, really do appreciate it. It was an awesome conversation. It didn't feel like an interview. We we're just talking. I really love that. Thank you. That's the, that's the point of my podcast. We, we don't just do interviews. We have natural born conversations that everybody can relate to. Yes. All right. So I want to leave y'all with some closing remarks. And I want, to, I want y'all women to understand this. You might not be Wonder Woman. But you can definitely you can definitely have a Wonder Woman mentality, and that is a great thing. If you're like us, you always wanted to be able to fly, do a backflip in a pair of high heels, and heal yourself. But if we're being honest for a moment, there are also some things about being Wonder Woman that aren't so great. The fact that she's always seemed to lose her powers and has to go on an island to recharge them. The ways that she has to keep her real identity secret from everyone she knows. And the fact that she's often forced into situations where she has no other choice but to fight for herself or others. So why is it important for us small business owners to think like Wonder Woman? Because we believe in what she stands for. Strength, confidence, independence, and perseverance. In order to succeed as a small business owner, you need those same qualities and they can help you overcome any obstacles you face along the way. So I just wanted to leave that with you all and just, I want y'all to just take what I said and just, um, you know, let it minister within your spirit. And so being that this is the first time you've been on my podcast, we normally close out with a prayer. So, um, would you like to pray for us or would you like for me to do it? Sure. No problem. I can. Okay. All right. I am ready. Everybody that is listening, if you're on the side of the roads or if you're at home or if you are listening through the headphones, I would like for y'all to, you know, um, close, um, close your eyes and let's just clear our minds and our hearts as we give reverence to God. 
Lord, we want to thank you for today. We want to thank you for everything that has been said. We want to thank you for our host. We want to thank you for those that are listening. We pray that whatever it is that we would have said today would reach at least one person. We pray that it will motivate persons to make that move that needs to be made. We pray that the words will not fall on deaf ears, but we pray that they will fall on good ground, that they will stimulate growth, that they will stimulate development. And we pray that this podcast will continue to be a success. We pray that it will continue to reach persons near and far. And we pray, God, that in everything that is being done, that you will be at the center. We pray that this will flourish and blossom into something so awesome that this platform will not be able to contain it, that it will go further than Nick ever dreamed that it would. We ask God that you will continue to bless everything that she does. We pray that you will bless her family. We pray that you will bless her business. We pray that you know the success that she has always dreamed of, that it will materialize. We ask God that you will continue to watch over us and keep us safe. Those that are on the roads, those that are at home, we ask God that you will be in the midst of everything that is being done. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Again, thank you so, so much for coming by and stopping with us on Cobra Was a Crush today. Thank you so much, Miss Charlene. I greatly appreciate it. You're welcome. It was my pleasure. And thank you as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And tune in with us on next Wednesday as we are starting to get ready for school all across America. We are coming into the month of September. I want y'all to be able to follow me on my social media sites. Um, make sure that y'all follow me on Instagram because starting in September, myself and Karma's Paradise LLC, if you don't know, that's Miss Kate Cole. If um, she has already been a guest host on my podcast, she will be returning hopefully this month. We also have a collaboration coming together between her and I called Karma Cole Virtual Book Club in which we are focusing on showcasing different authors throughout Instagram and just having them talk about their books and the different books that they have written or the devotions or journals that they have written. So make sure that y'all are tuning in for that for the month of September. We got a whole bunch of sales coming. Get ready for the holiday season. We got sales coming from everywhere. Black Friday, Christmas, Thanksgiving, all of it. Also, make sure that you're following me on my um, Instagram at coro.llc. Starting in September, which is actually tomorrow, starting tomorrow on September the 1st, we are doing our 30-day nail art challenge. This will be the second year I will be doing this challenge, where for 30 days, I will be giving you different nail designs that you can actually incorporate and do at home. I am your girl, Nick Austin, here with Coro is a Crush, and I'm signing off. Peace and be blessed. Hey, hey, it's Neek Austin here, the host of Coro is a Crush, where we talk about fashion, beauty, and faith while remaining true to ourselves. Every episode, I talk to someone who's trying to make a change for themselves or their community, 
and learn about how they've made big or small improvements in their lives. I'll also chat about what's going on in the world that might be holding us back from being our best selves. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor for the Coro is a Crush podcast, please reach out to Coro Crush Podcast at gmail.com. Check out our new advertising opportunities now available on our website at www.shopcoro.com. Book your ads by today and let me do the rest. I love to hear from you.